Mother's Voice Podcast. The Mother's Voice Podcast. Tales of motherhood from around the world. Hello and welcome to the Mother's Voice Podcast. My name's Marion Duggan and this podcast is a collection of interviews with a number of different women about their experience of early motherhood and in particular the role that lullabies played in the early years of caring for their infants. This week's interview is with Lydia Prentice. Lydia talks openly and honestly about her difficult journey to motherhood and how singing has become an integral part of her life looking after her two young boys. Just a heads up, Lydia does mention multiple miscarriages in this episode. If you feel that that will upset you, please feel free to skip this one. All of these interviews have been edited from a longer conversation into short weekly episodes of about five minutes in length. For more information about the Mother's Voice project, please visit murmurationarts.co.uk or follow the link in the show notes. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy listening to these interviews as much as I enjoyed recording them. Episode 7, Lydia Prentice. My name is Lydia and I'm 31, 32 in a couple of weeks. I have two little boys, one is three and a half and one is one and a half. I was absolutely desperate to become a mother and we lost five babies before we had the two boys we have now. We actually had a really difficult journey to become parents. It wasn't how I expected it to be. I had absolutely no idea how difficult it was going to be to get to where we are now. Nobody had ever told us what it would be like or what it might feel like to lose a baby, only how exciting it is to get pregnant and to have a child. But obviously we were getting pregnant, getting to around 12 weeks and then losing each baby, one after the other, after the other, after the other. It was heartbreaking, um, absolutely heartbreaking, but that being said, the two we have now are extra special. They are extra appreciated, they are extra loved, because I think when you go through difficulty in getting to becoming a parent, you value every minute so much more. You know, when we had James, the minute he was born, like the sense of relief was just amazing because I knew he was safe the minute he was born. And it was just, yeah, the sense of relief, just to be like, okay, he's here, he's made it, he's real, you know, um, was wonderful. After about two weeks, we were allowed to go home. Um, and then I remember just spending, I must have at least three months, just staring at him. I used to just stare at him all day and all night. I didn't sleep because I was too frightened something would happen if I fell asleep that, you know, he might be gone. Um, so I would just stare at him all day and all night, just watch him breathe and just watch his chest going up and down. And it was so peaceful and he just looked so happy. And he used to do this little kind of like sideward smile um, in his sleep. And occasionally he'd have a little laugh in his sleep. Once he got past about six weeks, he'd do this kind of little chuckle. And it was just really cute. And I remember just thinking, wow, how could we ever have like lived without you? How did we ever live when you weren't here, you know? I remember just staring at him all the time. That's all I used to do, just watch him. It 
actually turned out he had quite a severe milk and soya allergy, um, but we didn't know at the beginning. So the tiny amounts he was getting through my diet were enough to be making him poorly. So he used to wake up every hour all night, um, sometimes more than that. So usually 13, 12, 13 times a night, every single night and he'd have tummy aches and so on, which is where the lullabies came in, I guess. He really responded well to music and singing, particularly me or my husband singing to him. So we spent most of the night just singing to him to get him back to sleep every time he had tummy ache, um, because there was nothing else we could do. We didn't know for sure what was wrong um, until when he got diagnosed and then they changed his diet, put him on dairy-free, and he's been fine since. So it took a long time to get there, and there was a lot of humming and singing and um, comforting him, really. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky Twinkle, twinkle, little star How I wonder what you are That's what Nanny sings to him when she visits my mum Like, sings that one, that's her favourite And I think Henry really, yeah, really loves and so does James though. That's his current favourite. Yeah, he would just close his eyes and snuggle down really when we started singing. Um, if he was really screaming with tummy ache, he um, we would just pick him up and cuddle him and, and then he wouldn't he would like still be crying, still be quite upset. And then as soon as we started singing, like within a second or two, he would start to calm down and he would stop crying in order to listen to what was going on. And even now he's still very musical. Except this time he now joins in. So he sings himself to sleep now. So when we tuck him in, often when we go to bed, we can hear him singing himself to sleep and singing to Henry as well. He likes to sing to Henry. He says, um, Henry, I sing you a song. I sing you Twinkle Twinkle. And then he sings Twinkle Twinkle Little Star to his little Henry brother. One of the big reasons for me of having two children was because I really wanted them to have a sibling because I've got siblings and I really wanted them both to have each other. And ever since Henry was born, they've had a really close bond and James loves to hold him, feed him, look after him, bring him toys. You know, they really do look after each other and it's absolutely lovely. Yeah, it's so special to watch. So I just watch them a lot. This podcast was funded by Heritage Lottery Fund and Arts Council England and was produced by the Academic Podcast Agency.